Your dad suffers from extreme arthritis, and it's gotten worse as he's gotten older. You've noticed how difficult it is for him to get in and out of his chair, and you're pretty sure he's sleeping in that chair. And then it happened. What you've secretly been afraid of. He fell. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today we're talking about transfers in assisted living. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. Last week, we talked about weight in assisted living and how that affects transferring. But it's not just weight. It's arthritis, a stroke, Parkinson's, surgery, or even a fall. And no matter how much your mom or dad weighs, transfer assistance can be more expensive and may not be available at every assisted living. So today we're going to talk about the different types of transferring, how it affects caregivers, and why you should start your call with this topic when you're looking for assisted living. We recently had a client who not only suffered from severe arthritis, but also had two broken hips, knee replacements, and was just in so much pain. She had been living on her own with some in-home care until she fell. And this fall resulted in a hospital stay and then a skilled nursing stay. And in these two environments, the physical therapy was just too difficult for her. She never regained the strength that allowed her to get in and out of her chair and to use the restroom when she lived on her own at home. It really is true. If you don't use it, you lose it. And that's especially true as we get older. Our client now required a two-person assist with a Hoyer lift. The Hoyer is a mechanical lift. We talked about it last week, and I'll put another link in this episode's show notes. At this point, she could not bear her own weight. She was unable to stand, and she was only 100 pounds. And even though, yes, a strong male caregiver could have lifted her, it was just too painful. But she wanted to get out of bed. She wanted to use the restroom. So they found an assisted living that said they could do the transfers. But when the family moved their mom in, they discovered that the assisted living only had one caregiver per shift. Now, that may not have been a problem for another resident and their transfer needs, but for our client, having one person lift her caused so much pain. The caregiver did their best, but it just wasn't a viable option. She was using the restroom in her bed and not being transferred to the bathroom, which was a huge dignity issue for her. And when I met with her, she was just crying and crying. Not only the loss of mobility, but the loss of her home and the pain that she was in. And also thinking she was going to be able to be transferred. And let me say this again. The assisted living said, yes, they could do 
the transfers. This is why it's so important to ask about staffing and training when you're looking for an option. Before I tell you how this story ends, let's talk about the different types of mechanical transferring options. We have the gate belt, Hoyer, overhead lift, slide board, and sit to stand. Let's start with the gate belt. This is exactly what it sounds like. It's a belt that you wrap around the middle of your left one, and this allows you to have something safe to grab onto to assist them in transferring. So that's helping them get up from their chair or helping them use a slide board, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And let's talk about that assistance getting out of a chair, because I think the instinct for most of us when we're helping someone get out of a chair is to actually grab their arm. But when we're talking about those that are older, that can cause injury. So this gate belt just really helps you to help your mom or dad, but in a safe way. And the gate belt is also a really great way to help your mom or dad walk. So if they can walk independently, but they're a little unsteady, you can have a hand on that gate belt just in case they start to fall. Everything that we're talking about today is equipment that you could have in your home as well. And while there are YouTube videos on how to use all of this equipment, I would definitely recommend enlisting the assistance of a physical therapist or an occupational therapist. In certain situations, Medicare may even cover physical therapy or occupational therapy sessions to get you started. So let's talk about the Hoyer. The Hoyer is an actual very large machine. And again, we'll have links to all of this in show notes. It's something you definitely need to make sure you have enough space to actually use it. It's a mechanical lift where you position a sling underneath your loved one, and then you use the machine to actually lift them. And you have the ability to turn that machine so that you can safely position them, for instance, over their wheelchair or even using it in the bathroom. Now, there are situations where we see one person operating this machine, but it really depends on your situation. And so very often for safety reasons, you'll see that it's a requirement for two caregivers to use it. This could be in situations where it's a bariatric resident or that your loved one is in so much pain, like the client that we've been talking about where it just requires someone to also make sure that each of the positions and repositioning is the least painful. And there's also a mechanical lift that is overhead. <laughs> the overhead lift, just like what it sounds, is positioned with rails on the ceiling. And we see these most often in hospitals and skilled nursing settings, but it is something that's available for the home. It's just really pricey. The slide board also, like it sounds, is just a flat board, almost the size of a skim board. For those of you who have done that before, maybe half of a surfboard. And I'm loving my analogies here. I have not surfed, but I have used a skim board. <laughs> the way it works is you have your loved one lean so that you're able to position the board underneath them. And then you're also using a gate belt to help them slide onto that board, just like it sounds. If you're going from a wheelchair to the bathroom or a bed, then you're also removing one arm of the wheelchair to do this. 
And no, I don't think a skim board or a surfboard would work for this. <laughs> so please do not try that at home. <laughs> and then there are other options, such as grab bars and something called a sit to stand, which is a large suspension rod that goes from the ceiling to the floor. It has adjustable handles, so you can position it in the middle of the room, wherever it's needed, and you can position the handles where they're most comfortable. And if your loved one has that upper body strength and they're able to help with the transfer, then having this tool can also help them feel more independent. So let's get back to my story. Our client ended up in a situation where the assisted living was not able to meet her transferring needs. So she ended up moving where they did have the staffing. They had two caregivers, they had the Hoyer lift, and they were able to get her to the restroom and help her feel a little bit more independent. No matter what your situation, having mobility, that ability to get out of your chair when you want, to go use the restroom, is a huge dignity and independence issue. Most assisted living communities and adult homes should aim to keep your loved one as independent as possible for as long as possible. And that includes transferring. And when you're looking for assisted living, be sure to start the conversation with any transfer need you think your loved one might have. And start with questions about staffing and training. There's also something called a disclosure of services. And this is something that most states require. It tells you what the home is licensed to do. As you can see from the story of my client, they were told one thing and it didn't happen. And this caused a further setback for this client and definitely a lot of stress for the family. So ask those tough questions. Ask to see the disclosure paperwork. Have a conversation with your mom or dad's doctor because they're the ones who will be ordering this equipment for you and the ones to order occupational therapy or physical therapy. And don't be afraid to advocate for your mom or your dad because you probably know them best. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Doable.